Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. So I think it's really interesting how the universe places these little like nudges in you to kind of show you where you're headed from a very young age. So I always knew, for example, that I wanted to be my own boss, have a big company, change the world in some way. But when I was like 16, I thought that obviously could only mean that I'd have to be in an office and like clicking my six inch heels every day and like being in the corner office and like being a hard boss or whatever. And um, it's so funny because I've ended up with the same thing. But here we are like sitting on a hotel room floor recording in, I mean, we usually record and work in bathrobes. <laughs> and I never would have thought that the way I would like change, you know, do something really big. Um, significant and big would be in a field that is a human design. I always thought it would be like, I don't know. I didn't even know what I thought. I thought it was just like going to be straight up business. Like I thought I was going to be like buying and selling companies and finance and law and da da da. So it's really interesting to me that Obviously, these nudges, these little pictures that we get in our brains of things that we want or our dreams, what we want our dream life to look like, those are not by accident. Unless, of course, they're conditioned. That's a different thing, right? Like if you dream of being a lawyer because your parents wanted you to be one, that's different. But, you know, when you want all these little pictures of micro or macro moments of what you want your life to look like, um, they're not on they're not um, random. They're the universe saying like, this is where I'm headed. This is the dream for you. This is our vision for us co-creating and this is where you're going to end up but I think where we limit ourselves so much is we then start to think about the only way to get there is this and what we forget is that if we focus on doing what we're really good at we will end up living those little nudges without even realizing how we got there but we limit ourselves so much because imagine if I thought that vision, that means I have to go to university, college, and I didn't end up going to college. But if I thought that that was the only way, I would have written that dream off. Mm -hmm. I would have written that potential off of me being my own boss and me changing the world or whatever because I thought it had to mean in this specific way that it has to come together. And I think that's where we all have blinders on so much. Agreed. And as you're saying that, so you, the whole purpose of doing this episode is you wanted me to talk about sort of my journey of realizing that the way I wanted my life to look, what I thought was the way to get my life to the way I wanted it to look ended up being completely different. Completely different. But as you're saying that, I'm realizing that I had the opposite um, of experience where I knew what I visually it was like visuals of what I wanted my life to look like I wanted to be remote I wanted to be able to look at beautiful things be relaxing in robes that mm -hmm. is what I wanted I mm -hmm. wanted the the that experience and in my head 
I decided it meant I had to have a business. I had to be an influencer. I had to be in charge of, you know, my own thing. When Mm. in reality, that's not what ended up getting me there. So I literally was the opposite of you where you didn't imagine the visuals and the experience. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was literally the opposite for me. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So what I think is really interesting about you, and you said this to me last year, is like, you knew you wanted to travel for work. Mm -hmm. You knew you wanted to like basically work in bikinis and a laptop. Specific. It was so So specific because you're a specific manifestor in human design. It was such a specific visual. Yeah. And so you thought that the only way you could have those two things would be to have my own business or be an influencer. Yeah. Specifically, I... I mean, when you look at those things, Mm -hmm. logically, Mm -hmm. from my perspective of life, Mm -hmm. that was the only thing that made sense in my head. If I wanted to be able to travel all over the world and work Mm -hmm. in a bikini, Mm -hmm. I would have had to been the person in control of what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I could not ever see from my perspective the possibility (laughs) that there would be someone I could work for that would create that container. It's so mad. Never, never would my brain have been able to compute that. And so when you're talking, I think you're talking about when we had a conversation in Ibiza. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that was a big shift for me. And actually, I want to share what you said to me that made me get there. Because, you know, I'm very, very fortunate to get to hear you talk a lot more than everybody else does. (laughs) And um, I don't say this to, you know, just, you know, I don't blow up your spot, but Mm. there's just so many nuggets of wisdom that I pick up on when I'm around you. And this is one of them. You were telling me the story about how when you were, you know, you're running your food business and then the human design stuff started to really pick up and you realize that you needed to put more energy into it. I believe your exact words that were that it felt like a devotion to the universe. Mm. Like that exact word, devotion, an act of devotion to actually put your energy into the thing that the universe was pulling you forward with. Mm-hmm. And it had me, it made me think, wow when we first started working, when I first started working with you, because when we originally started working together, Mm. you were a client Mm -hmm. of mine. It wasn't. uh, Yeah. Tell people what you started off doing for me and what you do now. So at first you reached out to me because you saw a TikTok that I I had taken your reader training. And prior to working with you, I had multiple clients. Mm -hmm. Um, Even prior, prior to that, I was, I was working for a digital magazine doing Mm -hmm. basically create a content head of content essentially role managing marketing strategy managing instagrams managing that kind of stuff and then i took on multiple clients and was kind of doing social media for multiple clients and then you found me after i took your reader training Mm -hmm. i had a combination of skills that were you know helping you with social media helping you with the app it was specifically was it so when I first took you on it was literally just to help with social media oh it was social media right it was just social media and then after having conversations with you and I could see how you were kind of I could just feel your essence and I said to you I don't know if you remember this I sent you a whatsapp that said these are four different things I need in the business right and tell me which ones you think would appeal to you or that you could do and you said like one two and four 
Yeah, I don't even remember what the what they were though. I don't either. But one of them was was helping with. Um, at the time, we still hadn't launched the app, and so it was about it was um, like organizing content in the yeah, app something or something. Like that. And what's so funny is even now, as you're saying that, that back then I didn't realize. I hadn't fully understood my ability to, so I'm a quad left, which means that all four of my arrows are pointing left, which means I'm super. Let's just tell people what that means in the chat. What that means, you'll be better at saying it than me. So basically, um, we look at the arrows on the top of around your head and your human design chart. When they all point to the left, you're a quad left. And when they all point to the right, you're a quad right. Most people are some combination in the middle. When you're a quad left, it means you're super good at consistency, strategy, like form, like coming up with things, providing containers, organizing. Um, and also you have um, gift four in your mm-hmm. chart, which is about like logic, right? And bringing logic to things. And not only is it in your, not only do you have it, but it's also one of the key gifts in your life theme, yeah. which means it's extra prominent. Like it's one of the most important gifts that you have. Um, and if you look in the app, you can see when you look up your life theme, there are f- there will be four numbers in brackets and those are like the four most prominent of all your gifts. So um, Mine is four. That's the first one. Yours is four. That's your sun personality, your most important gift and trait that you are here to share with the world. So... Yeah, at the time you thought you wanted to be an influencer and just consult for some people's social media, right? Be creative. Yeah. And so as you're saying that, that that was one of the ones that piqued my interest, the organizing content. Mm-hmm. I can look back now and say that that was my first sort of inclination, that that was actually what I was drawn to. Mm-hmm. I was more, I, I got excited about organizing the back end of something Mm -hmm. and I had never expressed those skills before I had but I hadn't fully understood how how good at them I was Mm. and so then we started working on the back end of the app together and I remember you know we there's what if there's 215 days of tips there's Mm -hmm. any combination of 5 to 12 in a day Mm -hmm. and I don't even know what that number comes out to, but hundreds and hundreds of tips that have to be organized into a sequence that makes sense and is tagged correctly so that, you know, it's just, I was thriving just Mm -hmm. on my computer, figuring out the right way to organize them, to organize you, Mm. to make sure we had every piece, to make sure, and I had never felt like that before. Mm. But then also... I think I, and this is, I'll wrap it back to how the word that you used was it felt like a devotion to the universe. I had never, ever in my life felt that feeling of like the word devotion. Mm. And, and does that make sense when mm-hmm. I say that? That it felt like I was, you know, f- fully plugging my gifts into something. Mm. And I had never felt that before, yeah. never with influencer stuff. It mm. excited me and it interested me. But what I realized the, as I started to work with you before we even had a conversation about me being full time with you, I was like, I don't like this anymore. I didn't realize I didn't enjoy it, mm. but I wasn't ready to even let it go. Mm. I wasn't ready. I was scared mm-hmm. because I knew I had a, such a clear vision of what I wanted my life to look like and what I thought I had to do to get there Mm. that I wasn't, I was too scared to 
admit that I could get that in another way because my brain couldn't make sense of it. Mm. My brain was like, no, 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 no. You're supposed to work. You're supposed to have your own business. You're supposed to, you're not supposed to work for somebody. You're going to, you're going to lose control. You're not going to be able to have freedom. You're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to do all, you know, feel fully expressed. Somebody's going to stifle your, I don't know. I had all these stories that there was no possible way that I was going to be able to get that. Mm. And then I think you said that to me in Ibiza or something. And then we were sitting at the pool and I said, I, I think I, I had a podcast at the time too. Cause that's just my story. That's how I was going to get there. That's how I thought I had to get there. And I, I don't remember what I said, but I said, I, I think that mm. I'm supposed to work for you full time and drop everything else. Mm. And I don't, you said, I don't want a podcast. I anymore. don't want a podcast anymore. I don't care about sharing my life mm-hmm. anymore. I like finally got to a place where I saw, I could see a different way. Mm. I didn't fully, I still didn't fully see it, but mm. it's like that aha, how you say, um, you have an aha moment, but then you almost have to, there's like the space between the aha and then actually like fully integrating the some, this. Yeah. Or the answer. The answer yeah. or whatever. I felt almost over the hill Mm -hmm. and then making that decision that's what felt like a devotion to me Mm. it was that moment for me Mm. and I can't even tell you how how much it blows my mind that literally every single thing that I wanted my life to look like is what it looks like now yeah because you actually do work in bikinis you do travel for work um, you do have the creative freedom. freedom. I feel I've nev- never felt restricted in the work that I do. I feel beyond appreciated and seen for my gifts. I feel, I feel like even plugging your get my gifts into this, like I was able to see more about what I was good at than mm. in anything I've ever done. And I mean, yeah. really, I mean, it's the clues. And yeah. Then you get those, there and you're like, oh. those were the clues. Mm-hmm. And now I mean, even as we're sitting here, I'm looking out the window at palm leaves and palm trees and I'm sitting on the ground mm. with my socks. And like, that's what I've always wanted. Oh, that's so beautiful. And just to tell people like, you know, you never, cause the world is so limiting to the way we can do anything in career paths. Like, you make spreadsheets and you manage the back end of an app and you manage the back literally. end of a website. Like you are literally in the the most technical parts of this business and creating structure around it and creating spreadsheets around it. And because you're a quad left, every single hour of your day is like pre, <laughs> like spaced out. So tell me about that as well, because you, I remember you saying something about how you thought you wanted to like be in the go with the mm. flow and this and that. And actually now you're thriving more on embracing how you Structure. are. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at that visual, you know, working from the beach, wearing mm. a bikini, that to me depicted going with the flow, not having structure, waking up whenever you wanted. Mm. I mean, logic, my mm-hmm. brain could only imagine that. I would be able to experience that by going with the flow mm-hmm. and not having so structured. And I was obviously getting nowhere when mm-hmm. I was trying to be that way. And then um, now I even, I don't even think I fully got it until I started plugging in with you. Cause you really, I mean, I think it really helps to be able to work. I will say to be able to work with people that can see your, that see how you work. Yeah. That's another big thing is that you really do understand what mm. I'm good at mm-hmm. more, even 
I understand what I'm good at now, but you understood too. So you're able to direct me back to things. So through that process, I was able to sort of see that in myself more. Mm. And now I get that I do the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. I eat the same things. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I'm so routine oriented. Mm -hmm. I'm actually extremely detailed. I was having a conversation with Blake because he's my, my fiance. He's known me since I was 17. And we were joking about it this past week when we were, we were on, we were planning our wedding. And I said, uh, something about like me not being detail oriented or structured. And I, and I just laughed and I I said, it's so funny. Jenna would disagree with you. Mm -hmm. It's I'm so different in my work environment than I am in my life. But it's, but to him, it's mostly because he knew me for the majority of my life when I wasn't behaving Mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. And so even he's having to start to adjust the way he sees me. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, actually, I'm very detail oriented. Actually, I'm very structured. And maybe you should let me come in and do more of this stuff. Because it's so fun for me. It's really interesting, though, too, because I think because you have like a sunny, cheery, happy-go-lucky type Mm -hmm. of personality. And this is, again, where we're so trained to be linear is like we assume that that can only be congruent or coexist with someone that's just like. So true. "Ah, La, 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 la. Like, I'm just going to like let things happen to me. But that and this is what we're trying to break down for people is like you can have any combination of any types of human skills, attitudes, energies, behaviors, and they can all make sense. And they all make sense the most when you're aligned, when you're living your design. You know, if you mm-hmm. if you know your human design, the more you know your human design, the more you can embrace it and the more it becomes okay to just be all the things that you are and none of the things you're not. To be nuanced. Because be when nuanced. you're saying that, yes, I am... I do the way that I go about my life from the outside could look like going with the flow. Oh, I I mean... Immediately, obviously. Yeah. Because everything's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to come to me, blah, 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 mm-hmm. all those things. Mm-hmm. But no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. In the way that I see the... You told me recently that my brain works like a spreadsheet. It, it really does. It really does. It literally... It's insane. <laughs> the, when, you, when she asks me questions, and I was never aware of this before, but it's so cool to know this now. When you ask me things, how should we do this? I literally... My brain starts to visualize the structure around what that looks like and puts things into buckets and... Also, that's probably the fact that I have gift too mm-hmm. as well. But um, yeah, it, it blows my mind that I'm working on spreadsheets and structure and very technical things. And yet my life looks the way that it looks. That's Even so now, probably close friends of mine and people that are that, you know, maybe follow me or something have followed me for a while. They probably don't see that piece of me. Mm-mm. They probably think I am go with the flow girl. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Jenna would argue otherwise. Oh my God, totally disagree. <laughs> and you know, it's really interesting because for me, I had the opposite, the exact opposite experience where yes. I thought the only way to be successful was to be like organized and structured so and the funny. same routine and the same rigidity. And I also thought that the only way to have a successful business was to be a business person. And, and your definition of a business person. My definition of a business person, which is like to be good at the strategy, to be good at figuring out how we're going to do things, to be, um, you know, like basically being the CEO mm-hmm. was the only thing that I thought I could do. And Jane, who is the CEO, basically who manages all the operations, grew up thinking the only way to be successful, she wanted to be like a creative person. And it was a huge identity shift for me last year when I had to start thinking of myself as a creative it was that recent? Yeah. And I still have trouble saying I'm an artist. Like, forget that one for now. <laughs> but 
to to understand that I'm the one that kind of has okay I have like the bigger vision of where I want this to go but what is what is the best what will serve our mission and our business best is if I embrace that I'm good at creating the words and the content mm. and the look and the feel but the actual um you know managing the like overseeing the day-to-day like machinations and operations and the strategy which you do for example the strategy you know Jane is not strategic but she manages like you know all the finances all the transactions she talks to the developers she heads up all this like anything that customer service customer service all that stuff and so for me to not even even long after I'd stopped being that person I was still holding on to the label of seeing myself as a business person and she was still thinking that she had to be a creative and so for me to switch that over only like I said to you only a year ago um was really difficult because I was part of my conditioning was like it's good to be like business and in charge and have a plan and know what you're going to do next and I'm even saying it in an aggressive way because I'm still like you know, there's a that's part of what me that sounds like it you. sounded like that in my conditioning, right? Yeah. For you, it isn't that at all. For no. you, it's alignment, right? Right. So it doesn't sound like that when you no. when you're saying it. You're saying it in this ag- aggressive, yeah. You know, um, overcompensating, yes. kind of way. Yeah. So to me, being the way that I am, I thought I could only be this way if I was coming at it with that energy. Yeah. Because I don't come at it with that at energy. At no. It's not this. You know. It's it, really effortless it to you. It actually comes out of me so effortlessly. Mm-hmm. And I ran away. I did not, I didn't want to do work with that energy. Yeah. So again, that's another layer of not understanding that. There's mm-hmm. also nuance in the way you can approach your, your gifts too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's major. Major. It's, and I will say that how you're saying that it's still something that you work with. I still work with that too. I mean, we have mm-hmm. multiple conversations about how I'm still, you know, I'm still letting go of meaning to be the, like mm-hmm. thinking I have to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. I literally went through in order and me, I'm also my personality or profile is a three five. So mm-hmm. I really have to experiment with things and see them play out in my actual life to really get the lesson. So it, it has been, I don't even know when we had that, that had to have been like April of last year. I don't even know when we were, no, August, because mm-hmm. it was when we launched the app. Mm-hmm. So since then, I've still had to have conversations with myself of keeping and nudge, keep nudging myself. Mm. And um, since then, I actually completely stopped. I mean, I post on Instagram sometimes, but I mean, mm. you know, I've pulled back so much. Yeah. And that's because for my process, I had to say I have to completely feel what it feels like to not have to do that at all Mm. so that I can confirm to myself like maybe someday I will go back to sharing a bit more Mm. or maybe making content but I had to pull back to make myself feel what it feels like to not need to do that Mm. and it feels fucking good I must say I love that it's really interesting and also all this really to me shows it's you know sometimes when people message us and say I don't resonate with this part of me or I don't resonate with that part of me or whatever and there's all even if you like when you first come to human design and you you know cry because you feel seen for your energy type or your life theme or whatever there's always going to be some parts that are going to feel like that's not me or how could that be me or whatever and that's just an illustration of your ideas of who you think you are are so formulated by personas and conditions and what was praised um what can what um personalities and traits were praised 
you know, when you were growing up around you? What is it that people valued? What people praised you for? Did you try to cultivate more often, you know? So, um, you know, for example, with me, I was the oldest. And so they always praise me for being responsible. You know me, I'm not, there's many (laughs) areas of life where I'm not responsible, but I tried to be more like that because they told me I was responsible. It was their way of saying, you know, look after your brother and sister, your younger brother and sister. But then that's actually nurturing. Yeah. But that becomes an, exactly. But then that becomes an identity when you get praised for something. So all that to say, even now, even in your unbecoming, no matter how high you go, there's always old um, parts of your who you thought you were that you can shed. And you can only do that by daring to play outside the lines, just in whatever small or big way is comfortable for you. You know, you don't have to tomorrow go from influencing to spreadsheets. And you didn't, you know, it was like a, no. it was a process. You went through it fast, but it was still a process and you left space for it and you were open to it. But, you know, even if, for example, you've always thought that you had to wake up and work out straight away and actually you realize like does my is my energy am I made happier by that maybe an afternoon walk suits you better and you just won't know until you try but you have to be willing to break outside of the lines of what you think you are what did you say to me today what you oh it's it's like it's doing things doing things just because you think that's how you are is like staying within the construct of it only serves staying within the construct of who you think you are which is ego which is ego Mm. and and i think being able to question that i so big is so big because then and play with it yeah and it's only then that you could become something so much bigger than you can even conceive right because no matter how big you how big and satisfying your ego voice is it hasn't got a candle on what your soul's got ready for you. Oh my gosh. Literally, my ego tells me what tells me there's no way you could be as fulfilled being the person that does mm. the spreadsheets and creates the structure and does those things would make you feel the same level of recognition and joy that it would feel to be an influencer who people look mm. to for guidance and blah, 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 blah. Uh, so interesting. lie it's all false mm. i don't you know i, I yeah. can confirm now <laughs> for you yeah as the three, three five that jumped in and figured it out for myself like it, it's just not true yeah and you know even talking about influencing for example you know i am on instagram a lot and i share my process and i share what i do but i'm very clear on the fact that just because i serve a large audience a sizable audience let's say i'm very clear that People aren't here and I'm not, it's not aligned in my energy to do brand deals. It's not aligned in my energy to show people, you know, what I eat. And to a certain extent, I'm sure there could be a way that, that, you know, showing people how I eat, whatever would be different. But I know that I'm not an influencer. I'm a teacher. An influencer in the, like, in the the typical way. Because you do influence people, but you're not, yeah, you're right. Like brand deals is not aligned for you my point is the the cookie cutter way to whatever to to show up on instagram i'm very clear that that's not the that's not the way that for me and i think it is difficult for us all nowadays more difficult because we're so aware of what everyone else is up to i think it is difficult for us to say you know what there's only five right now there's 80 percent of what i see is people doing the same five things and those are the only options available to me or the only ways I could have success and thrive and look as happy as these people look questionable whether they're even that happy anyway but you know we just never know the image but it's just important to say whatever you're drawn to if it's floristry if it's making 
pens and papers, if it's, you know, when I first started with human design, I literally, people thought I was off my freaking rocker. <laughs> Five years ago, doing something completely new that no one knew what, what it was, human design, like it didn't, it wasn't a thing. No. Um, and so, you know, that was a huge risk because I had to put aside like, and it was only because I tried to do business the way that I wanted to do business and it wasn't working. And the second I started doing human design readings on the side, I started making more money from that than I was from my business. And I had to get burnt out. And this is what I want people to avoid. I want to help people avoid this reaching the rock bottom thing of like me being so in denial that it wasn't working, my previous having a business and doing it the way I thought I had to do it. It so wasn't working. I was so burnt out. I was so unsatisfied with it. I reached that point where... I couldn't deny that I had to do something new only to see that, wow, what I thought was just absolutely freaking crazy doing readings for people. I had no, I thought maybe I would just be, you know, I told you this thing, like they, my highest like? aspiration would be like Mystic Meg at the lottery <laughs> and they'd like wheel me out with a crystal ball and a wig and like predict the numbers oh. and the winner of the week. Like, do you remember, do you have yeah. the lottery here? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was terrified, but it, I only changed because the, the pain of staying the same was more than taking the risk. But I want to tell people that the little nudge of your soul can take you so big, even though you can't see how. Like when I first started doing readings, if you told me it, I would have an app, I would have 7 million people looking up their charts on our website last year. If you told me that we would be, you know, human design would now become something so mainstream. I would, my brain wouldn't have been able to conceive that itself. Yeah. But just by taking a chance on the thing that is your thing, where it just like feeds you and you just feel like it comes to you without you even trying and you just feel so fulfilled when you do it, like you with the spreadsheets, like it just fills you up. It like gives you that satisfaction that nothing else does. Mm -hmm. It's that that will take you so much bigger than any of the stories of how you think you have to get there.